Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 28th of September, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. The predominantly socialist political parties and organizations of the country founded a new opposition alliance called the, quote, Labor and Freedom Alliance. It includes the People's Democratic Party, or HDP, the Workers' Party of Turkey, Labor Party, Social Freedom Party, the Labor Movement Party, and the Socialist Assemblies Federation. On Saturday the 24th, the Alliance held an introductory meeting and shared a declaration. They announced that their slogan was, quote, We will succeed together. They added that their main goal was to put a stop to the damage the ruling People's Alliance has done so far. They will also tackle the social problems in the country, mainly the infringement of human rights and the restrictions on personal freedom. Tunçer Bakiran, a deputy co-chair of the HDP, said that the existing alliances, the ruling People's Alliance and the Nations Alliance, didn't give people hope and that they formed the alliance as a third option for those who didn't resonate with the other two. Speaking of human rights, on Tuesday the 20th, a group of women gathered to protest against the murder of Masa Amini, which was carried out by the Iranian morality police. On the 13th of September, Iran's morality police arrested Amini for wearing her headscarf in an, quote, inappropriate way. The police claimed that Amini had a heart attack while she was in custody and died three days later. The protesters wanted to march to Taksim Square. This square has been a go-to destination for some of the biggest uprisings in the history of the country, and the authorities are very sensitive about gatherings around the square. So the police blocked the protesters' way, saying they couldn't enter Taksim Square, and detained two Iranian women. So the group marched towards Istiklal Street. While marching, an Iranian woman residing in Istanbul spoke out about the anti-women regime in Iran. She said, quote, They are killing women who want to be free. Women only want to be free. They want to have the freedom to decide on their own whether to cover their heads or not. Our sisters are being killed for refusing to cover. Moreover, a large group of predominantly Iranian people gathered in front of the Iranian embassy in the Faith District of Istanbul to protest against the Iranian regime and its ill-treatment of women. Some women also cut their hair during the protest to bring further attention to the issue. On that note, Selahattin Demirtas, the jailed former co-chair of the HDP, and his cellmate, Selçuk Mizrakli, the former mayor of the city of Diyarbakir, shaved their heads to show their solidarity with Masa Amini and all the women oppressed by the Iranian regime. In other tragic news, on Monday the 26th, a bomb exploded near a police housing residence in the southern city of Mersin. The two attackers first opened fire at the policemen and then exploded a bomb near the police residence. A policeman died and another one got injured. The interior minister said that the Kurdish Workers' Party, or PKK, which Turkey deems a terrorist organization, was responsible for the attack. He also added that the attackers were women. So far, the police have detained 22 people that they believe have ties with the attackers. Moving on, Derya Yanik, the Family and Social Services Minister, condemned the anti-LGBT rally held in Istanbul last week, but she still made it clear that she didn't approve of the LGBT community. She said that, 
even though people had the freedom to criticize others. Hate speech was unacceptable, regardless of who it was directed at, because it went against the right to life. However, she emphasized that the ruling Justice and Development Party had, quote, values, and it wasn't supporting the LGBT community, nor trying to normalize it. In some economic news, the Turkish lira fell to an all-time low against the dollar, with an exchange rate of less than 18.5 liras per dollar. The drop in value came after the central bank decreased the interest rate from 13% to 12%. Recall that the president has been claiming that high interest rates are the reason for high inflation, even though experts strongly argued against it. Still, in 2019, the central bank started to gradually lower the interest rates from 19% to 14%. However, in December of 2021, the Turkish lira collapsed to record lows. Following the depreciation of the lira, the bank kept the interest rate fixed at 14%. However, last month, the central bank decided to lower it to 13%, so the lira has been losing value ever since. On Monday the 26th, the main opposition leader, Kemal Kılıç Davalu, visited the family of Fethi Sahin, a deceased soldier. Back in 2016, ISIS released a video where they burned alive two captured Turkish soldiers. The authorities later identified them as Feti Sahin and Sefter Tash. A year after the video came out, the Turkish armed forces told the family of Sefter Tash that their son died on duty and became a, quote, martyr, a status given to Turkish citizens who die while serving their country. However, to this day, nothing has been said about Feti Sahin. During his visit, Kalich Daralu criticized the armed forces for abandoning one of its members. He said that if they assume office in the upcoming elections, his party would make sure to bring light to the case of Fethi Sahin. He added that he would bring up this issue in Parliament on the 1st of October, when it resumes its sessions. On that note about the main opposition, on Monday the 26th, the Republican People's Party, or CHP's, High Disciplinary Board ruled to suspend Tanju Ojan, the mayor of the city of Bolu, from the party for a year. Recall that back in June, Following Tanju Ulshan's continuous racist and separatist behavior, the CHP sent him to the High Disciplinary Board to remove him from the party, claiming that his conduct contradicted the party's views. How is the city of Istanbul doing? The Economist Intelligence Unit, which is the research and analysis division of The Economist, ranked Istanbul the least livable city among 38 European countries. While forming the list, the unit took into account the crime rates, green spaces, health services, and traffic issues. The head of Istanbul's Chamber of Architects said that if the city's population continues to increase, people will soon be unable to breathe or find water. An urban developer stated that the population of Istanbul increased 50% in the last decade and that there are currently 3,000 people per square kilometer in the city. Many low-income families and retired people are seeking to move out of Istanbul as living conditions continue to deteriorate. Let's close this episode with some good news. On Friday, the 23rd, Turkey's national carrier, Turkish Airlines, received three awards at the World Airline Awards organized by Skytrax, an international air transport rating organization. The organizers selected the winners based on a survey with more than 14 million entries from customers all around the world. The Turkish Airlines won, quote, best airline in Europe, best airline in Southern Europe, and 
world's best business class catering. The Sun Express, a joint venture of Turkish Airlines and the Lufthansa Airlines, won Best Leisure Airline. And that's it for this week. Thanks to all of you who wrote in to join the conversation about community. For those who are interested, we have a newsletter on Substack that comes out less than once a month for the most part. If you want to join to hear why we do these updates and other big picture aspects of Rorschach, email us at podcast at Rorschach.com. We'll report and keep the conversation going there. Post-chocolate.